Time Review Podcast. My name is Dan. And my name is Brian. This is episode 5 for April 14, 2019. This is a podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows that we like, and hopefully you will too. If you want to send us some feedback, hit us up at theptrshow at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at theptrshow. Hey, Brian. What up? Did you know that with the Anchor Mobile app, our listeners can call in and leave us messages? For real? If they do, and they are appropriate for the podcast, we can even add them into the show. They can actually hear themselves on our podcast live. How cool is that? No way. Yeah. All right, let's jump into this week's podcast. Okay. All right, TV shows. Uh, some of these we can zip through. Some of these we may want to talk about. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um so we talked in the last podcast, episode four, the OA. We gave all our thoughts on the only thing was I hadn't gotten through that very last episode. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, obviously, that was pretty simple for me. I think I may have done it even later that day. Um, I did finish it. I think it was still a great series. It was a great show. However, I'm going to say that now that it's done, I'm not jonesing for season three, like I was when season one was done, like how I needed that, you know, I wanted to know what was happening, what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I need, like, I think you mentioned when we talked before, I needed that closure. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll watch season three. Definitely. It was a great show. I loved it, but I'm not like, I got to know what happened. I, I need to know what's going on now. I need to understand. I kind of got an insight to that. So I'm okay. Good. You know what's funny though is that like you wanting closure for season two and season one into season two, um, and now that you don't, you're not looking forward to season three as much as season uh, two. I'm the complete opposite. I was I wasn't looking forward to season two, uh, the way that season one ended, but now I got a glimpse of what could happen for season three. I'm like all oh, in. I, yeah. I can't wait to see what 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 they have in uh, in 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 line for season three. So we're like we the complete opposite. We yeah, flip. we flip. That's crazy. All right. Well, either way, it's a great show. I mean, we both feel it's a great show, so it's worth watching. So if you guys got Netflix, check it out. Away. Um, next thing I'm gonna put on here uh, or that I talk want to talk about is Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. you don't watch it anymore. You gave up. Did you give up last season. Oh, wow. Uh, Maybe two or three. It was before, like, some of the main characters started to die off. Yeah. Yeah. So I finished the season. It's still a good show. They're still doing a good job of keeping you hooked every week. Um, I think I stayed around this time. Like, I hadn't watched them for a while. Like, I didn't watch, like, the last four or five episodes Mm -hmm. leading into the finale. And then I kind of heard of something that was going on with it. And so I was like, there was a shocking uh, scene that I thought was supposed to play out last season uh, when they were dealing with Negan and it didn't. So mm-hmm. I heard it finally played out this season and it has to do with uh, where they kind of put a bunch of heads on stakes. And what's that? Yeeks. Yeah. So they, they, uh, they yeah. So it, it killed off a bunch of characters basically. So that was interesting to me. It was it was somewhat, it was you know as they do in the TV show versus the comics, different from the comics. So that got me hooked again. I went back, caught up on all the episodes, 
and yeah, it's still still a really good show. Um, I watched the last episode. I don't know if I'll go back next season or not. I think I'll I'll do like I did this year and kind of hang around a little bit and see if it pulls me in or not. But otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how much longer do you give it? The show, in general, yeah. Well, they're they're gonna lose Michonne. I mean, honestly, Daryl and Daryl's fan base, the character Daryl, uh huh, he probably could carry the show himself. So, I, as long as he's willing to do it, I think they got something going on there. You know, they they've they've been greenlighted for a third spinoff. Or a second spinoff, second spinoff, third spinoff. They already got one spinoff. Now they're going to have another spinoff. So it'd be a third show, second spinoff, I guess. Um, and I don't know the details of that yet. I haven't really read into it. I kind of didn't care to myself. But <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say as long as Daryl sticks around, they're going to keep a show. As soon as he's done or says he's done or ready to move on, that's where I think it's going to crumble and they're, they're going to have to end it. So Call it. Uh, do you think... Cause like for for longest time we were like all about zombies and the zombie apocalypse. Uh, do you think we're zombie fatigue? I, I don't know because there's still like I just was on Netflix because I watch another zombie show. I watched <laughs> Santa Clarita Diet, which is oh, basically okay. a zombie show. Um, it's more of a comedy though, so that one uh, it, for me it's different. So that gives a little spin. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of zombie shows and movies out there. Like there's one that they're, they're promoting big right now called Black Summer. And at first I had no idea what it was about. And then I saw like a bigger preview of it this weekend. It's a zombie. It's a zombie flick. So I'm like, man, they're still rolling these things out. So I think I'm getting fatigued with it uh-huh. um, personally. But. Whether America is or viewership, I should, not even America, just, I mean, viewership is, I, I don't know. I, evidently not. Yeah, I definitely am. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm going to skip a couple, over a couple things in the notes, and then we can come back to the next one. But mm-hmm. uh, I went and watched, based on your recommendation, Love, Death, and Robots. And mm-hmm. that's on Netflix. And wow, that was really, really good. I, I got to give it to you. You nailed it on that one. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not an anime fan. You know, I'm usually not into, to, I don't want to say cartoons because I watch cartoons, but I'm not a huge anime fan, I guess is the best way to put it. And to me, I thought this was more anime. Mm-hmm. And that was the vibe I was getting even from the previews. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. And you, you're telling me, just watch the first episode at least. And. Well, I think what sold me on it, the biggest part, though, was that these were only anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes long. Exactly. So, exactly. They're really so sh- like short stories, right? Yeah. So and that was and I think that was great. That was the, to me, that was the selling point. I was like, oh, well, I, I can go watch a couple of these and give it a shot. You know, if it had been a hour and a half movie or, you know, an hour, even I kind of would maybe eh, I don't know if I'm spend an hour. I'll tell you what, after I started watching it, an hour was easy. It was like, oh, I'll burn through four or five of these. Yeah, let's go. But, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I so. think, I think like when you can get past the first one and know what's up with it, like how there's like always a little really good storyline in a 10 minute show. And at the end, you always want to stick around at the end because 
nine out of ten of them have a little twist at the end. Yeah. Which, right? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. So I agree with you one hundred percent. If you guys like that kind of stuff, um, definitely not safe for work. <laughs> uh, you know, not safe for little kids. Uh, exactly. Um, but if you're an adult and you like and you like anime or you know CGI. cartoon style CGI, yes, I would definitely say check this out. This was this was really good. And like, if you guys enjoy Black Mirror kind of like story twist, then you definitely want to check it out because yes. I got that feeling of I was like, oh. I can see Black Mirror doing this kind of storyline. Yes, definitely. Right. Yep. Um, the next thing I'll talk about real quick is I just finished watching the four-part miniseries on HBO, The Case Against Anad Saeed. Um, I think I said that right after watching it and listening to it for the last four episodes. I think I said <laughs> that right. But uh, um, this is, for those that don't know or have been hiding under a rock for the last two years, basically... This is the individual that the serial podcast started on the first season and was about. And now HBO has been doing a documentary series since serial came out. So it's been like 2015, 2016 that they've been gathering stuff. Serial, I didn't think came out that long ago, though. I thought it was only like a couple of years, but maybe it has been that long. I think it's been three years, so I know that they have three seasons worth of content on their website. Right. So maybe, yeah, so maybe it has been since like 2015. But anyhow, um, it just kind of goes through everything. It It's a little more updated, obviously, than Serial because it does cover the last two, two, three years, you know, especially in the last episode as far as where his case is going and all that. Um, again, I won't do a spoiler for anybody if you want to go watch it or if you haven't been paying attention to the news, although it is everywhere in the news. So it gives an update at the end of where it's at. So that was kind of a little bit interesting. Um, I liked it. However, you know, for me, it was the same as listening to the serial podcast. I loved the serial podcast. So that was great. So I don't know if it's just because serial, I was able to listen to at times when I needed something to occupy me and it really drew me in. And that's what was so great about it. Because either way, I think the story draws me in. Mm-hmm. This time, I think, you know, I already know what's going to happen at the end. <laughs> I know where it's going because I have been keeping up with what's going on with him since the podcast. So I w- there was no surprises like that with me. But the biggest thing was to sit there and put faces to names. That was pretty cool. That was nice. Um, but I do think, and, I'll, and an example is, even if you didn't listen to the Serial Podcast, you would like this four-part four documentary series. If you like those kind of, uh, they're not cold cases, uh, true crime, true uh-huh. crime series. Uh, my wife, for example. So I watched the first episode. My wife wasn't even in, around or anything. I watched the whole first episode. It was great. The second episode I was watching, my wife was in the room uh, doing other stuff, and I fell asleep. Just because it was late at night, you know, the kids were already in bed and everything. I was in my chair, end of the long day. I, I passed out. My wife was doing stuff. The next day, she's like, oh, yeah, I finished it. And I was like, oh, you finished the second episode? She's like, no, I, I watched all four episodes. Wow. Like, Holy crap. Well, she didn't watch all four. She watched two, three, and four. So okay. she watched three episodes in one night, finished that part of it. And she had some questions about stuff that went on in the first episode or a little bit earlier on. But, yeah, so... 
I would de- definitely recommend it to somebody that's into the true crime stuff. Um, and if you even if you haven't listened to the serial podcast the first season, so it was good. Um, did they get into what happened after where the serial podcast left off? Like yeah. kind of into the trial and everything. Yeah, it goes it goes through everything that his legal team's been doing since the podcast. Um they have an investigative team that's that was, I don't know if they're still looking into it, that was looking into it up until this past November, December. Oh, so very recent then. Okay. Yeah. And then at the end, because that's when they stopped filming, I think it was it was either November, December, or January this year when they stopped filming for the documentary and then at the end they were throwing up blurbs about what's happened as recent as i think it was a week or two weeks ago so um they had that in the end of it so mm-hmm. yeah no they they keep you up to date on everything so that was pretty awesome so um the last thing i'm gonna throw in here and i, I know you watch this too but we both watched the first episode because it was free on youtube uh the twilight zone reboot Yes. Yeah. So that was trippy. That was that was really good. Uh, gives I felt it gave the original you know vibe from the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think the episode went a little long. I th- I thought the originals. I'm not sure. I know a buddy of ours. He's rewatching all the originals on you. Uh, no, not on was it YouTube or Netflix? I don't know. One of them. I thought the originals were only 30 minutes, and this one was a little. I think it was a little over an hour. Really? Yeah. And so I did start to feel at one point, okay, it's starting to get a little long. Let's move it along. Let's let's get it going. But I mean, it was still a really good story. It was really good written. Um I know you got a lot to talk about too and when we have a lot of the same feelings, but you know, and and end of the day, I'll say I'm glad I don't have CBS All Access. <laughs> um because this would just be another show that I'd have to sit there and try to watch. So uh, cause if, if I, if I had the ability to watch it, I, I would. I just think that like the show is in good hands with, uh, Jordan Peele. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. it's just because like he's done really well with the two movies that he's uh, brought out. Um, oh, 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 oh gosh, I can't remember those two names now. The two movies. Uh, uh, is it us? Get out, and, get out and us. Yeah. Um, those were really well done. Kind of almost sci-fi, little little bit towards the Twilight Zone kind of feel to it. So he already, so he he already have a a history of making those kind of type of movie slash TV show, um, and 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 I think he is the right guy to 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 like helm this kind of show. And um, the other thing that I do want to say is that at the end of the Twilight Zone episode one. You get a good trailer for the rest of the season, and there's a lot of big names, like really uh, famous actors or actresses that are in the other episodes. So, so they're not pulling any punches. They are like they are putting a lot of money, a lot of effort into making this show work for CBS. Yeah, definitely. So, let's talk about it. Well. Uh, based on what you just said, too, I just saw, oh, it was funny, because I just saw a preview, I think, because, oh, I was watching The Masters yesterday, and that was on CBS, so I was watching on live TV, mm-hmm. and uh, they put out a preview for um, 
I think I don't know if it was episode two then or if it was like episode three. I don't know where they are, or how many of these they put out already on. But they put out the next episode that actually had you're uh, you, you're gonna say this better than I will. Stephen Young is that how you say his name? The guy that played Glenn in Walking Dead, and he plays this mysterious traveler. And oh, it, <laughs> and it actually looks like a really good episode. I was just like, man, that would be so awesome to check it out. But uh, yeah, so it's kind of yeah. funny that you said that. It's just kind of like kind of like you were saying. Totally agree that good thing I don't have CBS All Access, or I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna binge binge watch this kind of show. Yeah. So now, what do you think of this versus Black Mirror? Um. So like, what, well, what, let, let's say too. This is you know. I mean, we only saw the first episode, so I don't know where they're going with it. I'm gonna guess since it's CBS or. You know, they, they were dropping F-bombs and stuff like that. So <laughs> yes, they're not they shying away from that. It's definitely not meant for regular TV. But, you know, I don't know as far as, you know, obviously uh, Black Mirror has a lot of sexual scenes or sex scenes in it. You know, there's a lot of nudity. So I don't know if Twilight Zone is going to go that way or not. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, they're obviously, it's not, you know, it's definitely R-rated. Um, so as far based off that first episode, how would you compare it with Black Mirror? I, I, well, like, so, so like Black Mirror, you have a twist at the end. You don't kind of see it coming. Well, I mean, like you kind of kind of see it coming, but like, there's always this crazy twist at the end. They're like, and, and, and the funny thing is about watching Black Mirror. I'm sure you would say that this as well as that, like. It's really dark. Mm-hmm. You feel worse about society after watching <laughs> that, right? Um, and 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 it could whatever that they talk about being so bad, it could eventually happen, and that's why you feel bad after watching it. But yet you keep wanting to go back to watch it, so that's kind of messed up about it. Yeah. Whereas the Twilight Zone, um. It's just kind of like this weird sci-fi story that you know it will never happen. And that's why that you're okay to watch it. I don't feel bad watching it. I just feel like, okay, it's a cool storyline. But for me, Black Mirror, I can see it, a version of it happening. And I, and I feel bad because it could happen. But I want to keep going back to watch it. So that's the, that's the two twists that I see. Um, between the two show. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you on that. I don't, I don't have anything different to say on that. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, but like, so like, um, Black Mirror always kind of, uh, to me, they lean towards more techie things that I kind of relate more to, whereas the Twilight Zone is more like uh, magical things that, that, that happened. Yeah, more mystical. Yeah, mystical. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you. Yep, totally. So, but I think we both agree that if you got, if you do have CBS All Access, go check it out. Or if not, definitely go to YouTube and look at that first episode. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so we can jump into news and rumors because uh, we, I think we pretty much talked about all TV both of us has watched. I'm sure mm-hmm. you were watching uh, a lot of basketball last week or two. So March uh, Madness. There you go. I can't say I watched a lot of it. <laughs> I'm not the biggest basketball person. 
would have been football. I would have been there, but not the basketball. So uh, let's jump into news and rumors. So pretty much, I think you got all of what's listed in here. I don't think I put any of this in here. Um, so the first one that I want to hit up is that um, do you watch Westworld? So I watched the first season. I did not watch the second season. Um, I take it you're not a fan? It, it was good. I just... It's heavy. There's so much we watch that that's one of those shows that I was just kind of like, eh. And then from talking with you, I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm really want to watch second season two. I'm like, it's just not as good. <laughs> Doesn't sound as good to me. I was like, I don't know. I may, one, you know, one of these days I may go back and give it a shot. But I think for now it's going to sit on the wayside. Um, so like the two person that produced it, made it, and everything about the show, uh, I think they write it, and one of them even filmed it. They filmed an episode. Is the um, um, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy? So they made pretty much the whole show for HBO, and I think they are signed up for a couple seasons. So they're continuing uh, this Westworld show for for a couple years still. However, Amazon being this mega conglomerate with unlimited amount of cash um, came in and literally bought these two for five years, for the next five years, for $150 million to make exclusive shows for Amazon. That's $30 million a year just to make a TV show, a one TV show. That's a lot of money to me. That's that. Uh, so that so are, they're only doing one TV show for for Amazon, or they're doing? I thought they were taking over like the whole TV department at Amazon. Um, if they could be, um, or or they're just kind of like they they like producing shows, finding finding shows and producing them. Um, and and I can't wait to see what they have in mind for Amazon. I I I love Westworld, and I also like what Jonathan Nolan has produced lately. Um, there was a show that ended maybe two or three years ago. It's called Person of Interest, and it's about this computer or 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 this AI that captures all the cameras within New York, and and they and this computer kind of like predicts something that happens, crimes that happens down the line so that um uh this detective and this computer guy can stop these crimes from happening so he produced that he created that uh, i i really like that show it's called person of interest and and now him and lisa joy doing westworld which i also love um i i cannot wait to see what they have in uh in mind for a a new original series at amazon yeah and it's a note to say his last name nolan that's because he is the brother of christopher nolan mm-hmm. so they're brothers and uh um go ahead and they and they wrote uh all three of the uh batman interstellar all, all pretty much every christopher nolan show or movie so far to date jonathan nolan uh, has been part of it Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's 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 interesting though. So Amazon, I would say 
you can look at it one of two ways. Amazon, you're throwing around lots of money, so the PTR show could actually become a show, and I think me and Brian may be willing to go a million an episode. On that. <laughs> so, or or now, because they were both tied to, to Warner Brothers, so there's obviously a hole open at Warner Brothers. I mean, Warner Brothers, if you, if you need a show to throw on somewhere, you know, me and Brian are available. <laughs> hey, let us know. We will create and help yeah. you create um, uh, uh Black Mirror type shows for you if you want. Definitely. I, I say we just take this show, <laughs> throw some cameras on it and say, good to go. <laughs> Give there you go. Give me a episode. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Sign us up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got a lot of Disney Marvel news here. Uh, so Disney Plus, I'm sure everybody know by now um, that they are releasing their own streaming service. Um, at November 12th for six ninety nine or so seven bucks a month, and to me that's really reasonable. Uh, seven bucks a month for all these TV shows, and, well, not, and not just the TV shows, but like we said last episode, there's no more movie. vault. Yeah, so yeah. Access to every Disney movie, and for seven bucks a month, Netflix should be watching out. They 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 should be keeping an eye on Disney because like at that price range, I think they are going to compete really well against Netflix or Hulu or Amazon as well too. Right. Oh yeah. Well, Netflix just came out with another price hike. I think it's going up to like 13 bucks a month for the standard uh, subscription. So So, yeah. So that's almost, you know, double what Disney plus is going to do. Yeah. I mean, granted that like, that seven bucks or six ninety nine a month could be the introductory rate, and within two years they will start hiking it up. Um, I mean, I mean Disney has all the money in the world as well, so they can kind of like uh, um, have it cheap and lose money for the first year or two, and then start uh, getting the viewership, the subscriptions coming in, and then they can bump it up. I can totally see them doing that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. I- I got three little girls. I know without a doubt I'll be subscribing to this. Um, this one is is a no brainer. I, I don't even think uh, the wife will give me uh, any hit back on that, just because I'll have all the Disney stuff, all the Marvel stuff, um, even all the Star Wars stuff. So, um, you know, a, a prime example too is I was explaining to my wife because we were just talking my my parents were down a week ago helping out you know over spring break with the kids and stuff and uh my mom brought up she she's like hey have your kids seen wreck it ralph 2 yet and i was like no i was like we didn't go see it you know we didn't get a chance to she's like oh well you know and i don't know if i should say this or not because my kids may be listening to this podcast i'll have to skip through this part but <laughs> um <laughs> she's gonna buy it for him and so I was like, all right, you know, that's cool. And she's like, do you still want like the Blu-ray and all that? And I said, you know, what? actually just get the DVD, the straight up DVD, because the player we have in our car will play regular DVDs only. So I'm like, just get the regular DVD. It'll be cheaper for my mom to buy that. And at the same time, that's all I need, because if we get this service in November, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is going to be on there. So We'll just stream it on there whenever we want to watch it. You know, there's no real need. I mean, you know, when I get the DVD, I'll, you know, rip my backup copy. That's Mm -hmm. the the correct way to say I'm going to rip a backup copy of it and I'll have it on Plex, you know, as part of my library. 
but at the same time, there's no need for me to have it. You know, the Blu-ray, we rarely anymore use our Blu-ray player. Um, uh-huh. Because once we get all these, I, I rip the back up, throw it on Plex. If the kids want to watch it at home, they, they know how to go into Plex and watch their movies. Um, otherwise, we've been buying them with the streaming, you know, attached. And so then they know, okay, well, let's go to Movies Anywhere or Vudu and watch the movie that way. And it's easier than getting up. And it, it makes us lazy. It's easier than getting up, going over and putting the disc in and watching it straight off the disc. And I know there's some diehards out there that say that's going to still be a better, clearer picture. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. You know, if you're watching a UHD version on your TV streaming, you know, as long as you got fast enough streaming service, I think you'll be fine. So yeah, yeah I think exactly. this, this is going to be a killer, man. You know, seven bucks. That's not even a hundred bucks a year, right? Yeah, I mean, like, so that's like less than a burger down Detroit. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. So it's like it's cheaper than a burger for for a whole month of content that that that's well worth it. Let me skip lunch this one day where my fat body doesn't need it anyway. <laughs> and, uh, I can pay and, for Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, um, but like, so so Disney Plus gonna have a. A, a lot of content too, just not just the movies. Like they're making out original TV shows, spinoffs from Avengers uh, characters, right? Uh, they have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is a live action uh, series with Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Um, has the Winter Soldier, and I mean, we can talk about uh, those two guys later on uh, when we talk about movies. Um, and we also have uh, what they call WandaVision, a live-action series with Elizabeth o- Olsen. Uh, has um, Wanda Maximoff, um, uh, another spinoff of the Avenger. Yep, Scarlet Witch. Right. Um, and and they also have a Loki TV show, but and more animated. Maybe it's not for you, but we'll see. Uh, it could be convinced otherwise, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll check it out, definitely. I mean... Especially, you know, my my one daughter who does watch all the Marvel stuff with me, you know, she'll want to see that. So we'll yeah. definitely check it out. Uh, and the one that I'm really looking forward to is called The Mandalorian. Uh, it's the uh, Star Wars TV show. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. Yeah, that, that actually does look good. I saw some information on that recently as well. So, yeah, I think that's going to bring a lot of people over. Um, and so, so, I mean, this is not on our show notes, but... Um, the head of Disney, he mentioned that they will be taking a break from making Star Wars movies. So I think in order for me um, to, to like kind of hold, hold me through these uh, um, lack of movies, I'm hoping that they'll keep doing Disney Plus TV shows in the Star Wars universe so that like uh, so that when they're not making movies, I'll have something to fall back to, like the Mandalorian, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. So, so definitely. Uh, you know, and the other thing I've been reading about, too, is now with the whole Disney Fox purchase, whatever you want to call it, merger. Merger, yeah. Yeah. Um, Disney basically now owns, like, 70%, I think, of Hulu. And they're supposed to be throwing a lot more stuff over on Hulu as well. Um so I think that's going to nothing but up Hulu's stock as well. And between Hulu and Disney Plus, I 
I think, yeah, Netflix needs to come out with some big deal pretty soon. They need to partner up with somebody. I mean, I don't know. They need to, to get together with HBO, but that's going to be hard because HBO streaming service is huge. But they need to find a partner somewhere and do something because I think the days of Netflix, you know, banking on their own originals, it's going to start getting tight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, and I can kind of see Disney taking over, like completely buying out Hulu just for themselves. I They might. I don't. Like I said, I think so. NBC basically is the only other person who they don't like a 30 percent stake in it. Uh-huh. I mean, if you had 30 percent of something that blows up and starts making real, real. I mean, Hulu's already doing pretty good They're Depending on who you listen to, sometimes they're the number two streaming service behind Netflix. Sometimes they're number three behind Amazon. You know, it kind of goes any which way. Now, with Disney Plus, they may end up being a fourth, you know, number four. But I think if Disney starts throwing a lot of stuff at it, they're going to be a strong four. And if you had a 30% stake in something that's pulling in a strong amount of money, plus getting you viewership for your TV shows, would you let them buy you out? Uh, I mean, they do have a, a lot of, like Hulu have a lot of good content, especially um, that TV show, Handmaid's Tale. Um, right. And that's and- an original, though. So that's still there. So, I mean, basically that becomes a Disney show. <laughs> Depending Correct. how you look at it. Yeah, and um, but like it, when they when they need to like gobble everybody up and be a stronger force, I can totally see one day that maybe um, Disney will start buying buying things up more and more. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know though. I, the only way I could see NBC letting that happen is if Comcast feels they're strong enough to to be a force um because obviously disney or nbc and comcast are one and one um i know comcast is is getting themselves more involved in other areas uh that's a discussion on my other podcast that I, I got going right now but um yeah unless comcast really thinks okay we could come out and do our own thing kind of like cbs all access i don't know i don't know if i'd let nbc you know if i was nbc if i'd just let disney get away with it and just say all right fine buy me out so, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see. All right. Anything else in news and rumors for TV? I do not. All right. Let's get into some movies we've watched. So, uh, I only really have two. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to flip them here. The first one I'm going to talk about is Dumbo. Went and saw that with the kids. My parents were in town. They wanted to take kids to see it. So, we went to the theater and saw that. I mean, it was, it was a good movie. I got nothing bad to say about it. Um, my kids all loved it. Um, they thought it was great. Uh, it, it was a really good family show, pure and simple. And I'll get to watch it in six months on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, um, you know, so yeah, I got nothing bad to say about it. It was a good show, enjoyable. All the kids liked it. My parents liked it. I liked it. It was it was good. Now, for me, the bummer the whole time was uh, I wanted to see Shazam, which came out that same day, and I still haven't seen Shazam. And so, like the whole time sitting there, I was like. You know, this is a good show, and I'm glad my kids are happy and that, but really wish I was watching Shazam. <laughs> so, but in the back a, of your head. Yeah. I'm like, man, I should have been there instead yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, I got to. I, yeah, I, I couldn't help it. But anyways, uh, the other movie I watched was The Mule. 
Um, and I know you watch this one as well, so you probably got a little bit to say as well. But um, I thought it was really good. It was a great show. Again, we watched this uh, with my parents and my my wife. And my wife really was, you know, tied up in it, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And all this kind of stuff. And this is based on a, a semi-true story, isn't it? I believe. I believe so. True story. And uh, I thought it was really good. It was great. Clint Eastwood knocked it out of the park again. Um, he's both the star and director. Till the last five minutes for me. Um, I, I got down the last five minutes, and I was just kind of like, I know it's a true story, and I know this is how it probably really did end, but it's a movie, and this is it. This is okay. <laughs> it was done, and I was like, all right, whatever, it's done. And then at that point, I was just like, eh, okay. So I just think that um, it ended too quick, whereas they developed the story for like, what, two hours long, or however many, in this, uh, however, yeah. many however long. And then, like, the last five minutes, it just abruptly. And it, like, I'm like, what? What just happened? You couldn't yeah. believe what just happened. I'm like, uh, okay, that was kind of that. Was, that was kind of bad storytelling at the end. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, thinking on that, and there's been a lot of news lately. We're gonna get into our predictions for Avengers and stuff, but you know, there's been a lot talking about how long Avengers Endgame is because it's three hours, and they haven't. I don't think they've come out and said if there's an intermission in it yet or not, but. <laughs> They, I honestly think they need to because I'm surprised the movie theaters aren't demanding it. Because, like, I told my daughter already, I'm like, when we go see this, there's no drinks, no pop, no nothing. Because I'm not getting up in the middle of the movie to walk you to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm just not doing it. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I see. Because yeah, I so, didn't even thought about that. Like, yeah. I, like demanding there should be like a like an intermission so so that people can go buy popcorn or get or a pop or go to the bathroom yeah i yeah. i'm surprised the theaters aren't going to demand that they're stupid personally that's what i think because i would i'd be like no i want to have into it you need to do a 10 minute intermission give everybody a chance to go to the bathroom come back i mean at that point if you're there for three hours what's 10 more minutes so yeah 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 give everybody a chance to go to the bathroom get some more popcorn get some more pop come on back so that that's what I would do if I was in the theaters, but anyways, who am I? You know, <laughs> I'm nobody. But uh um I'm wondering, you know, in this movie, the mule the mule, you know, were they looking at it and saying, you know, in the cutting room and saying, Wow, we're already at, you know, almost two hours. You know, we need we need to hurry up and get get this to an end. And is that why it felt that way? You know, that it was just all of a sudden abruptly ended or is that just the way they we planned it all along, and it just turned out that way. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Or like, did they just write it that way because they're like, oh, we gotta end it. We don't know how to end it, and then right. just end it that way. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, what have you been watching? Um, so I saw this movie called Serenity um, with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway, but like this movie had like an all-star crew. Um, as well as Diane Lane, Jason Clark, um, but like this whole story, it was just dumb. It was just dumb story and dumb storytelling. I, it it was just a bad storytelling. Um, <laughs> it was about so Matthew McConaughey, he's a fisherman, um, and Anne Hathaway came in asking him to kill her husband, played by Jason Clark. So like I'm not ruining anything. You can kind of get that 
gist of what that movie is from mm-hmm. a trailer. So, um, I mean, things happen, and I'm not going to ruin it, but uh, but I don't recommend watching it. It was just a bad ending. There was a twist at the end that I, I did not see coming, um, but it just kind of like, really? They had this all-star crew, and this is what they came up with? I was like, okay. It's, I can't believe they signed up for it, but all right, whatever. But yeah. So, I'm not um, going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> um, the other movie that I did watch is called Glass. Um, I can't talk too much about it without spoiling I'm gonna, it. I'm going to watch this, so don't spoil it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, um, spoilers for our audience, but like, I'm not spoiling anything for Dan. Um, but this is a part of a trilogy, right? Because um, it started out almost like 10 years ago yeah, with Un- Unbreakable uh, with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. And then uh, M. Night Shyamalan made a movie called Split with uh, James McAvoy that plays like, what, 20 or 30 or, or, or sorry, like 10 characters uh, because he had multiple personalities. Um, and so that at the end, there's a twist to it that connected back to Unbreakable. So that was, and now this movie called Glass, it was a, a completing that trilogy of what happened from along with those two movies. Um, and uh, for a while, it was getting a lot of bad press, and I didn't understand why because I really like this movie. Okay, that's um, good to know. I mean, James McAvoy, um, on according to IMDb, he has 24 personalities, and about 10 of them came out in this movie. And he played all, he changed and played uh, in all these all these personalities. He did a really good job. Um, and, and I was really impressed with his acting, because there's, like, characters that are a little kid, there's a character that's more, like, scary, there's a uh, character that's more like feminine and he played every one of them uh and and they all range and they all really tested out his acting ability um they all and, and he did a really good job um right. and during the whole movie i mean like when bruce willis is on the on the on on the screen um he did a really good job uh you can kind of see that he got gotten much older since the Unbreakable movie, which is what ten years ago, so yeah. so that's a given. And Samuel L. Jackson, and Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson, um, it's always good to see him on screen, right? Him and Bruce Willis. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you've seen Unbreakable and also Split, just to complete the the trilogy. It was really good. All right. Well, so before we get into news and rumors, talking about Glass and Split just made me think of something that we totally skipped over glossed over in tv mm. and i think it's because i just assume the show is so awesome everybody's talking about it and so i'm gonna ask you brian because i don't think you're as diehard on this one as i am Doom patrol oh <laughs> this show is i'm gonna i'm gonna say right now i think this is the greatest show on tv right now really i i honestly think so so i watched this Friday's episode that already came out. Did you even finish last week's episode? With Day I finished the these. I finished these two, and you um, finished this week's too. Yeah, and like the yeah. girl, man, like 
she is playing it pretty well. She has like all these different characters to play. Crazy Jane. Yeah. I mean oh my like you, God. when you finally get to meet all the different characters in the underground, that's oh, pretty cool. It was awesome. That was great. The, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, the actress that plays Crazy Jane. Do you watch Orange is the New Black? I do not. Oh, so she was on Orange is the New Black and she was I mean, she was one of the the main characters, but it was kind of like a, a, a side main character. Uh-huh. So when they brought her in to play Crazy Jane, I was just kind of like, you know, and, I, and I'll be honest, I didn't know a lot about Crazy Jane. But when they brought this actress in to play her, I was like, oh, you know, yeah, she's cool. And, you know, she's, she's you know, no doubt, slightly attractive. So I was like, I shouldn't say slight. She's, she's attractive. She's, she's a good-looking, <laughs> good-looking woman. So I was like, all right, this, this is good on the eyes. I'm like, I can handle this. And I was like, this will be cool. She is playing that role... I think just superbly. I, if she doesn't get acknowledged for how she's playing this character who has now when split, he's 24 personalities, but crazy Jane has what? 62. I think. Wow. It's six, it's 60 or 61, 62, 63 is right in there. It's in the sixties. She has that many different characters and you see at least three to five, an episode on, on doom patrol. And wow. I'm just, I'm telling you the more and more I watch this show, I'm like just enamored with it. I I can't get enough of it. I I watched this last episode and I'm like, I feel like it's only I think it was episode eight, and I'm like, oh my god, this show's so good. And I'm like, it's probably almost ending. And then I went and looked and saw there's they've raised it now to 15 episodes. I'm like, yes, we're only halfway. So I'm I'm man, I love this show. So again, it's on DC Universe, so you gotta go check it out there unless you're in another country. Then. Uh, I think it's coming out on Netflix if it hasn't already for you guys. But uh, I mean, like, who would have thought a crazy show has a character that is named Danny and it's a street? I mean, like, who who thought of that? <laughs> that was awesome. Who I, thought I of did, that? I did not know it from the comic books. I did not, I, you know. And you know, my name's Dan. I you think I would have heard of it at some point. <laughs> no. That was that was totally awesome. I was like, it's kind of weird at first. I didn't get it, but by the end of the episode, I'm like, okay, I believe it. That's totally awesome. I was like, I'm 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 down. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> but, I'm like, it was, it's like, what? Wait, wait. And for for like a little bit, I'm like, wait a minute. I need to like 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 comprehend what's going on right here. I need to think about this. There's a street. It's a magical street, and his yeah. name is Danny. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And, <laughs> but it's and, a good uh, show. Yeah, in the Twitter on Twitter, it, I mean, it blows up, and people are saying just like I've said on here before, it, it's better. It's better than Titans, man. Uh, a lot of people think it's better than Titans, and I and I, I gotta say, I think I'm one of them. So, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. And Titans, because and I know you're a Game of Thrones person, so I'm sure you probably watch or tonight's episode, isn't it? Yeah. I don't I don't watch it, so I'm not geek for tonight, like. Oh man! Most of America is, but uh, um, speaking of Titans, they just uh hired Batman for season two, or at least Bruce Wayne, and uh, I guess it's a guy from Game of Thrones. He is, um, played by Jorah Mormont, the guy that plays Jorah Mormont. So yeah, he's a he's a British actor with a British um accent, um, so I'm sure that he can pull off a um. American accent for uh, Bruce Wayne, but um, I mean, he's not 
he's like an older version. I can picture him being an older version of of uh, Bruce Wayne. He's not physically huge. He's not like uh, he's not like um, Ben Affleck kind of size. But he's. I mean, I can totally see him doing it. I can. Well, I can totally see him doing it. How about that? Okay. Cool. So, all right. Sorry, kind of went back to the TV stuff. Now let's get on to the news and rumor mill for the movie movie uh, side of things. So I got a couple things, but I think we probably want to leave those for the end because those are going to be longer discussions. But you got some stuff in here we can talk about in the beginning. Um, yeah, so like uh, the last podcast, we talked about um, how Will Smith left Suicide Squad. And um, so so like and Idris Elba is coming in to fill in his role, uh, has that shot. But the latest news came out that he's not going to be um, Idris Elba is not going to do that shot. He's going to do something else so that that shot from what my understanding is that he uh, would not be part of the movie. So they had to completely write him off the movie. And Idris Elba is going to play a new character. I mean, um, that's cool with me because that will still open up a possibility of Will Smith coming in uh, for Suicide Squad 3. Um, But I don't know if he's going to be doing that anymore. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I mean, I totally understand. And I'm really cool with them doing that because like, Having a different character play um, uh, that shot is kind of weird. Yeah, I, uh, and I, I think I think it was a smart move too because um, Will Smith. I mean, he's a huge name, and like you said, it opens the door for him to come back for another Suicide Squad movie. At mm-hmm, one point mm-hmm. in time, I think there was even plans for a Deadshot movie, kind of kind of like how they're doing one Birds of Prey, you know, with uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. It was a side side uh, side project. So at one point there was a talk of doing that with Will Smith with Deadshot. So I think it was smart because they could still bring him back as a huge name. And at some point, maybe you'll see both of those guys on the screen at the same time. Correct. Um, and, and, you know, like Deadshot, he only has that thing on over one of his eyes. So, like, it's not like his whole face is covered by a mask. Uh, and that's how you can get away with having a different character playing it. Um, but being like, you know, how big Will Smith is in the movie industry, it's really hard to replace him with somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, the other thing I do want to talk about is kind of like, kind of uh, uh, light is that are you a fan of the Child's Play uh, series? I saw, I think, the first one. Maybe I may have seen the second one. I don't know. I mean, it, <laughs> First I mean, they're I really it, cheesy. It okay, and then after that, it just got kind of dumb to me. Yeah, so. it's cheesy, stupid. I mean, it's over the top. Um, but the way that, but the reason I do want to bring it up on today's episode uh, is that <laughs> the the voice of Chucky for the next movie is going to be played by no other uh, than Mark Hamill. Um, uh, our beloved Mark Hamill, that is the face of Star Wars, um, Luke Skywalker, uh, and, and and the reason I want to bring it up is that he is uh, the voice of Joker for uh, the Batman TV show, yeah, and the Batman video game. So he is not only famous for being Luke Skywalker, but he's really famous 
has a voice actor for uh, uh, for the Joker, uh, and 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 every time a I hear a Joker's laugh, I compare it with Mark Hamill's Joker's laugh because he's it is that good, right? Um, but I thought he's done with um, uh, voice acting, uh, but I guess he's only done with Joker's voice acting and not necessarily completely done with voice acting all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's all I have for um, for news and rumor mills. All right. Uh, what about the Joker trailer? Oh, it's right. I forgot about that. Um, so I'm sure everybody's seen it too. Uh, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Um, he he is doing a a a, a Joker movie um, with Ty Phillips, um, and and the whole trailer is pretty creepy. Uh, I, I think I will say I'm very glad they're saying this is kind of separate from everything going on in the DC extended universe, mm-hmm. CEU. Because I'm not going to say it doesn't look like a good movie. It does look like a good movie. It does look creepy and kind of mysterious, but. To me, it does not look like the Joker as we know the Joker. Uh, it doesn't have me sold on that yet. Now, maybe once I see the movie, I'll change my mind. But I'm kind of like, I'm not even thinking of this as a as a as a DC movie per se. So, really, so you don't so you don't see it fitting in any of these DC storylines of the Joker or nah, Batman or anything like that. Not really. Uh, even all right, so we we may talk about this more when we get into the Star Wars stuff. Uh, spoiler alert for those of you listening: this will be an over an hour long episode today. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean we have to just with what we got left here to talk about. But um, the way they just—I don't know. I, like again, I haven't watched this show in two years, but the TV show Gotham, which is based on the early days of the Batman lore. Um, just finished or is about to finish and they totally redid some of the characters on there one being the joker and the way they even did it on that show was i think really good still and believable even though it doesn't have a lot to do with the joker you've known for years in the other movies or other tv shows or animated or comics or anything because there's been different iterations all along i saw this trailer and from what I've been seeing, uh, you know, because they give out more and more clips and and everything. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not sold. I, I think it's a different Joker. Like I said, I still think it's going to be a good movie on its own. But to say that it's the Joker, I, I have a hard time with that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to have to do some convincing for me. I I just want to like see how the movie plays out and how. The the Joker that we see on screen in this movie by Todd Phillips, how will I be rooting for him? Like, like am I gonna root for the Joker to be crazy, or just, or like this kind of like egomaniac that wants to wants to harm everything in front of him? I just want to see what I'll be rooting for, right? Because yeah. like, there's so many different Jokers being played throughout the Joker lore. That um, that I'm like, which kind of Joker is he gonna be? Yeah. And am I gonna be root for him to turn into this crazy guy? Yeah, I can see that. So, all right. So this leaves us with our last two notes here. 
Which which one do you think we're gonna spend more time on? Endgame. I think Endgame's gonna spend more time. So let's talk Star Wars Episode Nine trailer first. So that came out this week. Mm -hmm. Looks looks awesome. Um, I know you're you're a bigger Star Wars. I'll say you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I am. You tell me, but I thought it looked awesome. I showed it to my daughter. She was, I mean, she had her hand over her mouth like, oh, oh my God. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, did she recognize what happened at the end with the laugh? So that I, that was the whole thing. I think, well, I think for her, not initially, no. I kind of had to explain that part of that to her. Well, she, hmm, no, she did because... And where we watched it, we watched it on a YouTube channel called Emergency Awesome, where he went, he played the played the uh, trailer, and then he went into explaining it more. Uh huh. So I think that helped her understand it better, and I kind of was explaining it to her like as we were watching it as well. So I think she kind of caught it and got onto it, but I think for her, you know, she was like more excited about the fact that yes, you know. Luke Skywalker's coming back as as a ghost, you know. So I think that was exciting for her as well. Uh-huh. That he was now going to be that ghost to Rey, just like Kenobi was a ghost to him. Uh-huh. Um, but then, yes, definitely at the end when she heard the laugh, because she does not like that dude. <laughs> she hates it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that... emperor, she's like, I can't, I don't like him. He's scary, you know. I mean, she's nine, so she was just like, no. But I think so that was, that was part of it, too, for her. I mean, like, so, so, uh, that laugh, I'm sure everybody knows it was Emperor Palpatine. Do you think that laugh has more? Do you think that laugh is more important than the Joker's laugh? No, no, but because that laugh you know, speaks volume from it, no, it, Emperor it Palpatine. Did, now, did you see the trailer where they showed when they, when they debuted it at, I think it was WonderCon? I did not. No. So he was there. Oh, really? And he, and he came out with a microphone, and he said in the uh, in the Emperor Palpatine voice, he just said, "Roll it again." And then he did a mic drop, <laughs> and it was cool. <laughs> so that that was pretty neat. But um, yeah, I mean, no, that was I mean that was huge laugh, definitely, because you know he's coming back too. Um, and I and I gotta say too, there's been a lot of great memes on that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw on Twitter somebody said. Oh, this is so awesome that Seth Rogen got into it, and, and they they took out the Emperor's laugh and they put in Seth Rogen's, you know, the stoner laugh, stoner laugh, yeah, and put that in there. And that was pretty funny. So, because at first I was like, when I just read it, I was like, I didn't remember seeing Seth Rogen in the trailer. What the heck? And so I went back and watched it again. And then when they did the laugh at the end. I got it. it was pretty funny. But uh, I've seen a couple of them where they've done twists on that. But wow. um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a huge laugh, but. I don't know if it's bigger than the Joker. Oh man! Because like when when that laugh came up, like it, it, I got goosebumps. I was like, ooh, right. Uh, so yeah. so uh, to for 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 me, like that laugh and the Joker's laugh is right off there on par. Uh, it's hard for me to like pick one, um, but yeah. Um, the other thing I do want to talk about is the title of the Star Wars movie. Yes, Episode Nine, Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, so are they giving us hints about Ray, or or are they kind of just only referring back to 
um, uh, like, uh, of of um, uh, what's the other guy? Adam, Adam Driver. Adam Driver's movie. Uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Or is he just kind of like? I mean, he's not really a Skywalker, but like, um, he's right. a half a Skywalker. Or is he talking about him, or are they talking about relating back to Ray? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. I. I mean, I think that's part of the tricky part of it, you know, or, or. Or are they saying, you know, because they have always said that you're not a true Jedi till you're dead. So, or not, yeah. I shouldn't say a true Jedi, but, you know, you're not a, the most powerful Jedi until you died and are able to move on. And they say in the beginning of the trailer, we taught you everything we could. Uh-huh. So, yeah, does that mean it's the rise of now Skywalker's mythical mythology because he's dead? Or is it or is or is it Ray or is it Kylo Ren? I yeah, I don't oh. know. I don't know. So um, yeah, so like I oh I can't wait until uh the next trailer to dissect it more, but like I yeah, I don't know. Um and but it seems like it's an action packed movie from 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 the from the clips that we were able to see on the trailer. I mean the whole usual, the whole gang's back. Um so yeah, oh, I can't wait. I mean yeah. like um but Palpatine's back, so I'm 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 cool with that. Yeah, because I I do gotta say in the last one, you know, they made Snoke out to be this. Oh, he's really the ultimate bad guy, and then he was dead. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He wasn't that bad of a bad guy. What the heck, you know? <laughs> oh, so, they got bigger story coming down the line. Evidently, Palpatine, yeah, right? I was like what? So, and they and they were saying too. Uh, some of the things I've heard that they've talked about is. Yeah, the whole first or, uh, order and Kylo Ren—that's kind of like a side story. That mm. they're not the baddies. It's really what's going on with Palpatine and and such and behind the scenes. So it's got to wrap it up, right? It's got to—it's got to have a definite end of the nine-part trilogy. So <laughs> or series, not trilogy, but series. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So um, and the other guy that's coming back is Lando's back. Um, uh, that dude is old. Billy D. Williams back. I didn't realize how old he was. I think he's like we were talking the other day about Clint Eastwood and how he's 89 old yeah. and looked really old in the mule. Billy D. Williams, I think he's right there too. He's he's super close. Really? So, Is that old? Yeah, I didn't know that. And then I was looking it up and I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. Um, because like um this is the original Lando, Billy D. Williams. Um he's 82. Okay. Well, 82 still making old to come out and be doing a movie, but, but yeah, yeah. So. yeah, no, that's that, that's exciting. I always liked Lando. I thought Lando was cool. Yeah, so like Lando's back, uh, the gang is back, Pal- Palpatine's back. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a great movie. Yeah, and JJ's doing it, so so you I mean, can't go wrong with JJ Abrams, right? Right, right, definitely. So, do you want to talk the video game at all, or? Um, I I only watched that one trailer once, and like, I'm excited about it. Uh, but like, yeah, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold my opinion until I actually game on when I play it because like, um, EA is making it, and uh, yeah, EA is there for, to make money. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so it definitely look good. What it? What I can't even remember what it's called now. The f- 
so the movie's the rise of the sky rise of skywalker what is the game is like the fall of the rebellion or something um yeah i you know i uh fall a uh, fallen order fallen order and uh so the only thing yeah it does look really good i mean of course all the video games coming out nowadays look good but uh the one thing i was gonna uh, say and again it's one of these crossovers is so the individual the main character you see him as a redhead and he looked really familiar to me and i'm like how do i know this guy so i had to go and uh look him up and say like who is this that's playing this <laughs> individual and sure enough he's from dc uh he plays uh on gotham he plays the joker um, the individual plays the joker so uh Cameron, I'm trying to see what his name is here. Because he's starting to blow up as an actor now, too. So that was kind of the the other big thing. Uh, Cameron Monaghan, I think is how, uh, how you say his last name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's the one kind of like how uh, Sam Witwitter played the individual that had done the last few... Uh, you know, character-based uh, Star Wars video games. Um, uh-huh. Seems like he's now taking over as a uh, Jedi. So, I don't know. That that was kind of cool. I thought that was kind of... Uh, I was like, sure, it had to be somebody that comes over from D.C. now. So, but hey, he's, he's out of work, so now he's got a job. So, I'll give it to him. Yeah. And, well, I think what I am looking forward to this game, if I am looking forward to this game... Is that it's going to be a single player, story driven um, uh, uh, game, so that it's kind of hard for EA to like do uh, a, a microtransaction uh, for like a story that's only linear and um, in single player, right? So that's the only thing that I am really hopeful for from EA because yeah. uh, I've been burned by EA. Um, games in the past so yeah all right that leaves us predictions avengers endgame comes out in two weeks so did you get your tickets for it yet did you get your tickets no i did not did you heck yeah (laughs) did you really all right so i was good now what day are you going to see it uh i think saturday night that weekend saturday night okay so if we stick to our every two weeks of recording, that technically would be before Sunday morning, which we would then record this ep- the next episode. Oh, so, we can we can spend a whole hour on it then. So, well, and, and we can, so that's fine. I got no problems with that. I don't know that I'll seen it by then though, so that's the only thing. So, I think we may. Yeah, I don't know. It, we'll have to wait and play it out by ear, people. Yeah. We may not do a, a two weeks before you get the next episode. We may have to go three, because if it's getting closer and I, and I can find tickets for like maybe Sunday morning or something like that, mm-hmm. then I may go see it with the kid. I, I gotta take the kid. I can't go see it without her. Um, she would she would kill me. But oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, but uh, so if I think I'm gonna be able to get tickets and go see it, you know, with her before. You know, I don't want to put the podcast off more than an extra week, but if we can, we may have to. Otherwise, 
you know, maybe we'll do one just before or we'll just leave Avengers Endgame out of it and do a, another quick podcast turnaround, you know, within days and do one strictly on Avengers Endgame. Dedicated to that. Special edition PTR show, Avengers Endgame. There so, you go. Uh, that's what we may need to do. But let's 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 make a couple predictions here. I think this will be fun and we could see then we could go back and talk about them when we do that special edition uh, Avengers <laughs> Endgame episode. Um, uh-huh. So first thing I, I want to do, and I, I was going to say this the last episode when we were talking about Captain Marvel, and I totally forgot. So I apologize to my daughter, but I got to give a shout out to my oldest daughter. I'll just say Jay. Uh, she made a prediction when we walked out of Captain Marvel, like literally within minutes of us coming out of that movie. And she goes, hey, Dad, you know what I think they're going to do in Endgame? And I was like, what's that? And she goes, I think in Endgame at some point they're going to have Captain Marvel. And, you know, then they have Captain America and either somebody's going to yell out, hey, Captain, or they're just going to say Captain. And both of them are going to acknowledge it and be like, yeah, I'm a captain. And I was like, OK, coming from a nine year old to bust that out. I was like, that's not that's bad. pretty good. That's pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. So, uh, uh, yeah, my daughter, well, I was going to say Jay, but I just said her name, Juliana. She she predicted this, so I'm gonna give her the first the first shout out to Juliana that she made a prediction for Avengers Endgame, and Juliana. Uh, I think I think I think it could happen. So, um, I have another set of predictions. I don't know if we want to get that in depth right now. Do you have anything that you think leads into mine, or do you want you want to just run with it? Um. So well, so like we were talking about Disney Plus and the TV show, right? And they yeah. have. Um, Falcon, and they have Sebastian Stan's um, um, uh, Winter, so- Winter Soldier uh, for Disney+. Plus. So I think since those two are there for that TV show, now it could be flashback TV show. But I don't know if Captain's going to die at this one. So my, if, so like my money, if, if I'm a betting man, is that Captain will live on for more movies. I hate to say it, but yeah. <laughs> no way. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Uh, I'm going to tell you why. Because the TV show you just mentioned, that's the only reason those two are going to pair up, because they don't have Captain. Well, okay, so like since you are, uh, since you and I um, talked about it a while back, the Winter Soldier eventually turn into Captain America. Though. He does. In the books. Yep. You don't think that... But then he also he... dies. And then well, yeah. comes back too. So... Well, yeah. So, but like... <laughs> you don't think that if... If if Steven Rogers die, you don't think Sebastian Stan's Winter Soldier will take over the Captain America role? Nope. And they're going to leave it open? Maybe. I mean, unless unless they change the TV show from what you're saying, from uh, uh, what is, uh, what are the two? It's Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon, yeah. Are they gonna? I mean, I don't know what the name of the show is now, but unless they acknowledge Sebastian Stan as Captain America in that TV show, then sure, Captain. Yeah, if you're saying the character Captain America lives on as Bucky Barnes, sure, I'll go with that. But Steve Rogers, Captain America, he's dead. He's gone. He, yeah, he is but, sacrificing himself. That's my right there. Boop, done. 
I mean, like we all know that Iron Man's gonna be done for. I think I think that's a given, right? I think he's got a better chance at living than Captain America does. Seriously, Iron Man? Yep. Oh, I, oh, my money's on him being gone. Being because gone. they'll wanna they'll wanna marry him off and let him pass his tech onto somebody else. Um, no, no, I know. Like, like my number one person that are not going to survive is Iron Man and second is Captain and third is going to be um, I don't know I haven't thought that that much into right. that third one yet alright so he, I'm, here's my thing my number one is Captain my number two is Iron Man and, and yep. I'll be honest I know I just said that they're going to pass his tech on and they want to marry him off I think that's the way he could live on I don't think he will I think those two are dead I think they're goners they're, they're done um Thor, I'll uh-huh. give it a 50-50. Uh, the, the character seems like he wants to do more. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, he seems like he's open to doing more movies and doing more shows. Um, I could see him and maybe Doctor Strange doing some more stuff together. I, matter of fact, just before we started this podcast, I was reading an article where he said he would like to do a possible TV show based on the, the little series they did before Thor Ragnarok where he was with that guy Daryl. They were like roommates. Oh, they, oh, like the funny, the funny. Yeah, like, he goes. Short. He yeah. goes. Let's let's not talk about the the things I go and do and the fights I get in. Let's let's talk about what I do when I'm my off time. You know, so I'll give him a fifty fifty. <laughs> the only thing that has me going is they keep talking about the original six and the original six and the original six. And I think a good way to pass the baton off to a new set of Avengers would be to to kill most of these ones off. And I think another person who has a really good shot at being dead is Black Widow. And I know she's got a movie coming out, but that's a prequel. Correct. So with going with that, one of the things that happened in Infinity War was that Banner could not get Hulk to come out. He's always for years been trying to suppress the Hulk and keep the Hulk away. And then things that went on in, you know, Thor Ragnarok where the Hulk was the Hulk for so long. That, you know, he was like, you know, it's my chance. It's my turn now. And then he became Banner again. And then he couldn't get the Hulk to come out, you know, that they weren't getting along. Well, but Thanos smoked the Hulk in that uh, in, in the beginning of of the first Avengers. Uh, right. um, so that like that helped out, too. Right. Yes. No, definitely. Without a doubt. But here's my thing. Here's here's my prediction. Everybody keeps saying Professor Hulk is going to show up in this movie. They haven't shown him uh, other than uh, figures in the store, because I saw those the other day at Walmart. But <laughs> other than that, they keep saying Professor Hulk's going to show up. So my thing is, the way Professor Hulk's going to show up is I think Black Widow's going to die somewhere maybe halfway through the movie. And when she dies, it's going to f- just play a tricky game with Banner because they've been building up a relationship between those two and I think that's where Professor Hulk's going to come out and I think that's going to be the end of Banner. I think then that's another way one of the original six is gone is you'll no longer see Banner. It's just going to be Professor Hulk from now on. Really? Yeah. That's that's my other prediction. The only person that I think could be a true 100% survivor is Hawkeye. And how, how so? So, and that's for a couple different reasons. One, we know he becomes Ronin in this movie, mm-hmm. and and to everyone's you know guess, but 
I'm sure it's pretty legit. It's because he sees his family disappear with a snap. So that changes him over to the Ronin, right? And he becomes a crazy, like, assassin whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Widow goes and gets him and brings him back to, no, I don't want to say the same, but to the, okay, look, we can fix things. We can get your family back. We're going to make things better. And she will sacrifice herself again, just like Cap and Iron Man and possibly Thor. We'll see. And whoever else to bring everything back, including his family. And I think then the Hawkeye TV show. Now, like you said, they haven't said if that's a prequel or not or a sequel, but they could do a sequel then. And it could be that he's back to being Hawkeye because you know, his family's back, and to honor Black Widow, he's he's back to being, you know, a good guy, a Hawkeye, the Hawkeye character versus Ronan. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and he's a big family man. He's got, like, three, four kids. You know, so I get if they want to kill them off in the movie and make him into Ronan, but at some point, I don't know, unless they really want to be a little darker and say, yeah, his family's staying dead. I think they bring him, bring his family back. He's got to come back out of that character Ronan back to the guy's Hawkeye. So I think for the family aspect of the movie, that's where you're going to get Hawkeye and, and he may, he'll, he'll live. Cause I don't think they'll bring his family back and then kill him. Uh huh. So. I totally see that. I can totally see like how if black widow dies and it'll just kind of like be that turning point for both Hawkeye and Hulk. I can totally see that. Yeah. So those are kind of my predictions. I mean, the rest of the movie, everything's up in the air. I mean, these are the original six. Like I said, they're making such a huge deal about the original six that kind of like it's got to be their swan song in a way. So I don't know. Um, I mean, like, yeah, um, because like we because Avengers Endgame is going to be, you know, within what, a couple weeks or, or next week. Um yes. Few weeks. I mean, like, what's gonna happen after that? Like, I I've read a couple possible movies coming out. They're totally different characters, and they're introducing more characters um, that are not well known uh, from the Marvel universe. So I kind of want to see like what happens after Endgame, and maybe does the uh, after credit trailer does that hint at what they're gonna bring up afterwards? I, I think it definitely will. Uh, it has to. I mean, you know, we got Spider-Man coming out. And then, like you said, we got some other movies that are different characters, not really any of the Avengers characters. Um, we know that there's the uh, Black Widow prequel that's supposed to be getting made, things like that. So I think mm-hmm. I think it's definitely got to lead into showing, you know, this new age of recruits. Got Guardian Galaxy 3 coming out. So I don't think they're necessarily going to tie any of them strictly into the Avengers yet. Um, yeah, it's just that like like there's these other other movies in the works called Eternals and Shang Chi like that stuff like I've never heard of. Right, exactly. Um, um, and, and how are they gonna like tie that out into it, or do they even like get into like uh, X Men? Are they gonna like get so that, tied yeah. into it? Right. That, that's that was my thing. So. I know that, yeah, this whole big Fox thing just officially took place, what, like, 
last month or the month before? Recently. Yeah, after the shoots have been done. But did they plan for that? Did they come in and do something where they're going to show Deadpool or uh, X-Men somewhere in this in this universe? Just kind of say, you know, I, that that could be an end credit scene without a doubt. They could have filmed it now, like in the last, you know, month. So mm-hmm. We're making this an end credit scene. And somehow had, uh, you know, Captain or Tony Stark run into them or any of the new Avengers say, oh, I know somebody that could do this, you know, but he's, you know, he's pretty ferocious and got claws or something. I don't know. Something, you know, dumb and goofy like that. Just to kind of maybe lighten the mood from the end of Endgame and make it kind of a funny end scene that then shows that, yeah, they're now a part of this. Uh-huh. That'll be that'll be interesting. I'm also interested to see like now have they said is the beginning gonna be like Captain Marvel where it was all Stanley? Um like you know, Marvel, I don't know. you know, the Marvel promo. Oh, oh like oh you know, I don't know. Cause the only other thing I was I was gonna say is it, it'd be interesting to see if now the Marvel promo at the beginning of the game or if it, in the beginning of the end game movie now, Captain Marvel was all Stan Lee. Everything was Stan Lee, and they showed pictures of Stan Lee and all that kind of stuff. They didn't show, like, all the characters of Marvel. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if for Endgame, are they going to now integrate the X-Men and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, because um, of Fantastic Four or, like you say, uh, Deadpool and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be neat. But Any other predictions you got? Uh, no, I mean, I'm just predicting it's going to be a good movie. That's all. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week, everyone. If you want to leave us feedback, remember it's the PTR show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the PTR show. If you like us, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and spread the words to your friends and family. For the PTR show, I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. And this was the Primetime Review Podcast. See ya. Nerds out. <laughs>